in New Orleans. Boys, welcome back. Episode 109 of the podcast. Feels good to say that. It has been so, so long since we have recorded an episode. Um, but we're back. Uh, excited to be here. Uh, it's our favorite month of the year. Uh, today we're going to be doing strictly March Madness bracket predictions. We're going to each fill out our own bracket. Um, before we get into the nitty gritty of it all, Seth, how's it going? Doing well. It's been, like you said, it's been a really long time since we've done a pod. Definitely been a really long time since I've done a pod. Um, I want to say the last one I did was pre Super Bowl, right? I don't know if I've done one since then. I think it, um, I think it was. I don't think we've done like we haven't done any podcasts since then. Yeah. So it's been you know it's been more than a month at this point, right? So yeah. Um, Weird long height hiatus, but good to get back to it. I'm excited for some basketball. I do have, I have a couple of parlays that I just kind of placed before I went to, um, went back to school. None of them are insanely likely, but I do have one that I'm pretty proud of. That is 18 picks, $1 netting 113,000. And that is why I love March. Because March <laughs> is just fucking ridiculous. So you can put together an 18 pick parlay for $1 that can net you over 100000 I got to say this. Um, we're not even at the tournament yet. And it's been a great March in terms of college basketball. I, am, I have always been, I mean, if you've been listening to this podcast since at least last year and the year before, then you know that we're big on March Madness and we take it very seriously and we play the content up to a pretty high level. But I've always said that I've never been a guy who um, watches college basketball until the tournament. Like I usually tune yeah. in every now and then, but I'm, I'm pretty sure on like the tournament. This year's different. I don't know why, but for some reason this year, I've just been watching college basketball all the time. I, it's just the only thing that's ever really on. Like you can get some weird games at weird times and like me having an addiction to just watching sports all the time. I've just been finding myself throwing on random college basketball games and putting some healthy wagers on them. So I think I've said this before. I think that might actually work against me because everyone knows to get a perfect bracket or at least to get a bracket that is north of 60 or 70% correct, or maybe even eighties, you know, depending on who you are. Um, then there is a little bit of like not luck involved, but like randomness involved where it's always the yeah. stories of like, Oh, I picked this team because I like the logo or I picked this team because I like their colors. Right. It, and I feel like it's always the experts who aren't the ones who are getting the best bracket. So I don't know how my bracket's going to go this year. I did win the challenge last year. I was the only one in the TBR group to pick Baylor. People were pissed that I won, but Hey, I'm back for a year too. And I'm going to run the table again. There was a kid in the comments who I used to go to school with who said, I think he came in second last year. Yeah, I saw that. He's like, I'm coming for it this year. I was like, all right, buddy, relax. Like no one's getting past me. Um, But yeah, it's just the best month of the year. We're going to do more podcasts this week. Lots of content coming this week. I'm going back to Florida, which is it's only fitting given what happened last year when I went to Florida and we did March Madness podcast. So round two, I'm going back to Florida tomorrow and then going to watch some basketball. So uh, I'm hyped for it before we we're literally just picking our brackets. today. That's all we're doing. But before we get into the picking of the brackets, join the TBR March Madness bracket challenge, please. If you're listening to this, um, we're giving away a free PlayStation five. So I don't know why you wouldn't a uh, wild giveaway, by the way, wild giveaway. Yeah. Pulled that one out of thin air. 
No one saw that coming. Nobody, not even me. Um, I didn't see it coming. That's for sure. No one saw it coming. I was just like, you know, I'm feeling generous. Uh, we've had a good year as a company. Um, so I was like, yeah, why don't we, uh, why don't we celebrate, and, you know, bless our followers. So there's already like North of 40 entries in there. Someone entered themselves like 10 times. So I guess I'd call it 30. But, um, I mean, yeah, like you, you, we left it open so that you could have as many entries as you wanted. So like props to them. You might as well throw like if you have as many entries as we're allowing, you might as well throw in a bunch. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that increases your chances of winning, too. If, you, if they're all different brackets, then, you know, good for you. And that's what we want. We want people engaging with this bracket challenge and having fun with it. Um, and we'll have some good content coming out of it. So, yeah, just join the bracket challenge. Go to the Instagram. There's instructions on how to join. It's really not that hard. You just have to follow us on our socials and join, and it's free. Um, so there's really no reason not to. Uh, Michael and I are releasing a comedy sketch later to uh, to promote the bracket challenge. So I'm excited for that. Kill, we both killed the acting. Uh, I'm sure you did. <laughs> we did. It was good. Yeah, it was a good little <laughs> riff back and forth. So I'm, I hope people enjoy that. But yeah, there will be more content coming in the next couple of days, but I just wanted to, we just wanted to record this podcast today before everybody goes everywhere, like Carp's back at school. Michael is, um, Michael's probably playing hockey somewhere, I don't know, and uh, and I'm leaving for Florida tomorrow, and you are back at school, right? Yeah, yeah, back in Boston. Right, yeah, so uh, we wanted to get this out of the way while we could, just tell everybody what our picks are. These are also subject to change as developments closer to um to thursday come out but we're just going to go region by region and we're going to pick our brackets and that's pretty much it we'll, we'll cover the games a little bit too as we go through it um but as i mentioned there's a sort of element of like uh just randomness to all of this so let's let's run it up how about um we're going to start in the west region we'll just go top to bottom first game gonzaga georgia state this one should be easy. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> like, I don't know what you're doing if you don't pick Gonzaga in this game. You're freaking sadist or whatever, masochist, whatever the word is. But, I mean, you just look at the numbers. Gonzaga hasn't lost to a team outside of the top 25 all year. They're the number one um, ranked team overall in the tournament. Um, they only lost one game in their conference. They average almost 90 a game. Like, look, Gonzaga, I don't personally have them winning, which you guys will see later once we fill, fill out the entirety of the bracket. But um, they're a damn good team. They made it all the way to the championship last year for a reason. Uh, and there's no way that they're going to be another team. Like, George, this is not going to be another UMBC. It's just not going to happen. Right. Yeah, I think that's like the only time we'll see a one seed get knocked off, maybe in our lifetimes. Um, but uh, yeah, it it's Gonzaga. Like, I agree with you. I don't have them winning the entire bracket, but right. they're going to win the first round. Obviously, they're like consistently one of the best teams in college basketball. So I've got I've got the uh, the Bulldogs, right? Gonzaga Jeez. Bulldogs. I uh, yeah, I think it looks like a bulldog. So. <laughs> I'm just going to roll. I think Georgia State is the Bulldogs, too. Are they actually? Let me look it up. Georgia State. Oh, no, it's the Panthers. That would have been funny. That's uh, That would have been pounce, funny. Pounce the Panther and Gonzaga Bulldogs. 
Okay. Yeah. So I've got Gonzaga. You've got Gonzaga. Next game, Boise State, Memphis. So I've got Memphis in this one, and I'm honestly kind of surprised that Memphis is the nine compared to Boise. Uh, you know, being an eight, like it, it, that to me is a little bit weird. Memphis has three wins against top 25 teams this year. Honestly, I wasn't even looking at the numbers when I saw this game and made my pick. I was more just banking on the Penny Hardaway effect. Um, but yeah. I mean, they, they had a tough season just because COVID and stuff, but they're really really solid team. I'd be surprised if Memphis didn't pull off the quote unquote upset in this game. Sure. Sure. Um, I'm going to fade and go Boise state. Uh, I think Memphis is a fraud team. Um, they've let teams in the American athletic hang around a little too much. Um, SMU in that, um, semifinal game. I know that Tarmy's a big SMU guy, but I don't think that SMU is a good team. And they almost beat Memphis. Memphis has kind of let me down a few times this year, too. And I think Boise State's a good team. Um, I am a sucker for the 8-9 upset because it's always a great game every year. But I'm going to take Boise in this spot. I, I just I, I think I'm going to profit from betting against Penny Hardaway, who I don't think is a good coach. Good player, not a good coach. I'll go Boise State. Okay. UConn, New Mexico State. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. It's UConn. I know the five and 12 is a, is a popular upset spot for everybody, but UConn's a wagon this year. Um, personally, I think they probably deserve a little bit of a higher seed. I mean, you're just in, they're in a region with like some incredible teams ahead of them. So like, I understand why they landed at five, but they're going to play like a higher seed. I got UConn here. So my thought on this situation is that the only five seed that I really see as being able to beat the four seed in their region is Houston. Right. And so when I look up and down all of these regions, with the exception of one region, I've taken the 12 in every region. So I'm taking New Mexico state because there's always a 12 over a five. And so I'm basically, I think you get extra points if you get the upset and so I'm yeah. basically taking three out of the four 12s over the fives because there's always a 12 that beats a five. And I'm not going to lose out on that many points because I think that the four is going to end up beating them in the next round anyway. So I'm okay. taking New Mexico State here just simply because it's 12 over five. When John Morant was in the tournament playing for Murray State, I took Murray State that year. That was the best pick I've ever had. I was like, there's always a 12 over a five and New Mexico state or sorry, Murray state that year was definitely the best 12. So Murray, I was that the Murray up. state over Marquette year? It might've been over Marquette. I don't yeah. specifically remember the game, but I just remember like two months before March or actually, no, it wasn't two months. It was like two weeks before March Madness. Cause, uh, or, you know, we had like a general idea of what it was, or maybe it was even like the Monday before it was probably this. Yeah. It was probably the Monday before. Um, cause I was in school when we did it. Like I was in high school when we did it. Um, and we sat down and did a mock podcast. It was like a trial run, um, for our senior project. And we did it on March madness. And I was like, Murray state is the best 12. There's always a 12 over a five. So I'm picking them. So I've taken just to hedge my bets. I took all yeah, of the that 12s was other than there's a play in 12. And that's the only 12 I didn't take. That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was Marquette. Cause that would have been my sophomore year. I remember watching that yeah. on vacation during sophomore year. Um, 
So yeah, that's a fair assessment. And that's the thing is like, you know, there's always a 12 over a five. It's just hard to pick which one it's going to be. Right. Um, and then of course we have to remember that last year, two seed lost to a 15 seed. So right. we got to watch out for one of those happening again this year. Okay. Yeah, which actually I feel like the most likely, not that I think it's going to happen, but the most likely one of those two happen is in this region. You think Duke would lose? I think Duke is the most likely two seed to lose in the first round. I don't see it happening this year. But yeah, I get it. Okay. Next game is Arkansas UVM. UVM Arkansas by a million, bro. I think the spread is five and a half. I I would hammer Arkansas minus five and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take him to win the game, obviously. I would take him to cover the spread, too. But, like, UVM gets a tough draw here because they've actually been really good this year. They have been, um, absolutely. For an America East team, they have been unbelievable. Yeah, but Arkansas is probably one of the best teams in the SEC. Yeah. If they didn't choke the other day against Texas A&M, I think it was, then they probably would have won the SEC tournament. But probably, yeah. They're playing against... A nobody here. So put Arkansas through. Okay. So Alabama against either Rutgers or Notre Dame. So I've got Alabama here. I'm really tempted to take the 11. So the Notre Dame fan in me, it makes me tempted to take the 11 as well. But the Notre Dame fan in me also makes me really just confident in taking Alabama here. Notre Dame men's basketball is always a sketchy team. Um, They're always up and down throughout the season. Um, And so I just really, in the event that they get past records, I really just don't see them having any chance of beating Alabama. Alabama kind of had a tough year and they're not like the strongest Alabama team we've seen. Um, they're certainly not as good as they were last year, but they've still won games against good opponents. They're still a solid overall team. They can score the basketball. Defense is definitely a question mark, but not enough of a question mark for them to lose in the first round. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to do a conditional pick here. I'm going to take the 11. If Notre Dame wins, I'm going to take Alabama. If Rutgers wins, I'm taking Rutgers. Rutgers has been a wagon all year. They knocked off. Ohio State and Illinois, right? I think. Like early on in the year, they knocked off two huge teams, like big upsets, like storm the court, whole deal. Um, Alabama's so they lost basketball team. Five to Wisconsin. They gave um, Iowa a really tough game. They beat, so they beat Iowa early in the season when Iowa was a 16. Um, they beat Purdue. By Purdue two, was the one. When that was the one. 10. Um, let's see what else. They had a couple. But I mean, like, you, you, they beat Purdue by two, and then they turn around and lost to Seton Hall three days later by 14, right? Like, it's just kind of the nature of college basketball. That's a good They're team. Absolutely, a good team. Yeah. They, they also they destroyed Michigan State, who's another um, tournament team. Fuck Michigan They beat State Illinois. You're right about that. And I think it was it either either they gave Ohio State a really good game or they won. Yeah, they did. They won by two. Yeah. So either way, if it's if it's Rutgers, I'm taking Rutgers to beat Alabama. If it's Notre Dame, I'm going to flip and go um, Alabama. 
But either way, Alabama's a fraud team. I don't see them getting past the round of 32. But I really like Rutgers. So if Rutgers beats Notre Dame tomorrow night or tomorrow day, whenever the game is, then I'm going to switch. So that's my conditional right now is I like Rutgers. And if they win, I'm I'm riding with them. Yeah. So okay. the, the Rutgers Notre Dame game is on Tuesday. Sorry. No. It's Wednesday, 9, 10 p.m. Oh, it's Wednesday. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's uh, Notre Dame is minus 115, Rutgers minus 105. The spread is one. It's just one of those games. Yeah, I don't understand that. Like, if I'm a book, why? Like, I get that, like, you've basically set this up so that you think this is a really even matchup. But, like, why are you taking minus? Like, why are you setting the spread at a whole digit that... Like, like it's just a weird, like one feels like a weird number. If it was one and a half, like, I think it should be one and a half. Like that makes way more sense. But one just feels weird. The other thing too, is if you're going to take the underdog on the spread in a one point spread, then you you're would taking take the money win. line. Yeah. So that's right, exactly. Cause that. this is the thing. If you take Rutgers plus one, that means that they're either going to, well, I guess you would be a buzzer beater, right? Like you're, but you could push at so, one. Or they'd win. Right. So why don't you just take a money line? Yeah, it just, yeah, I don't know why you wouldn't just take a money line because it's so much, to me, it's more likely that an underdog team wins the game than it is that they lose by one. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Okay. Next game Texas Tech, Montana State, Texas Tech, wagon. Yeah, Texas Tech, definitely. I'm so not even year. in the debate here. So good this year. Oh my god, they're gonna they're gonna make a run. Okay. I, I actually agree. Michigan State Davidson. I'm going Davidson. Michigan State fraud Me all too. year. Yeah, fraud <laughs> all year. I told Michael, I said they can't win big games. They just can't. They just don't know how. They were really good at the start of the year and then they just fell apart. Davidson also, has been really good. Yeah, I mean like when you when you think about it, right? Like obviously each, re, you know, it's different, you know, team by team. But, you know, when you're looking at a difference of three seeds, technically that's a 12 team difference or so. Right. Because it's, you know, if you were good enough to be a seven seed, then you'd just be in a different region as the seven seeds kind of how it um, goes. But Davidson, you know, is one of those teams where they're a 10, but they could really easily be a higher seed somewhere else. Um, they got a really solid offense and a pretty good defense. Granted, they are, you know, it's not like they're playing in an unbelievable conference. Um, but they do have a one against top 25 team in one game against top 25 teams. So there's nothing to sneeze at. So I've also got Davidson. Yeah. Pretty easy one for me there. I said, um, in like December, I was watching a Michigan state game. And they fucked me over on a bet. And I said, come tournament time, if they make it, I'm betting against them. I don't care who they're playing. So we got David. And then last game, Duke, CSU, Fullerton. I got Duke. Yeah, so this is, I also have Duke. But this is definitely the game where I look at it and I say, if a 15 was going to win, it would be this 15. Just because I feel like Duke just kind of has this tendency 
to choke in the tournament because of their young players. Um, but I also, in that same vein, took Duke against the spread minus like 16 and a half or something. So I think they're going to beat them by a blowout. Yeah, they're probably going to kill them. Um, no, I agree. Betting on Duke is like one of the scariest things in the tournament because they are so volatile. Um, but they're going to win that game at least. Okay. Now we got round of 32 coming out of the West. Mine is Gonzaga, Boise State. Yours is Gonzaga, Memphis. I think our answers are going to be the same here. We're both going to go Gonzaga. Yep. Easily. Okay. UConn, Arkansas. You have New Mexico State, Arkansas, right? Yes. Okay. So who are you going to take? I'm assuming Arkansas. I'm, yeah, I'm taking Arkansas here. Um, but again, this is another one of those things where it's like, even if Arkansas loses this game, I don't have them winning the next game. So it doesn't really matter to me. That's why, th- that's why this is one of those things where it's like, I really wanted to take the 12 here. Cause I was like, Arkansas is not going to win their next game. It's not going to hurt me that much from a points perspective if they somehow lose this game. So easy right. to, you know, take the 12 and then end up taking Arkansas here. I'm tempted to take UConn. I mean, yeah, UConn's a solid team. Like, it, it would be a really good matchup. If, that would be a great game. If they played each other. UConn right now is a BPI rank of 17, and Arkansas is a BPI of 20. Now, keep in mind that Arkansas is the 4 and UConn's the 5, but Arkansas is also in the SEC, which is a little bit, you know, more of a real conference. Like, I don't want to say real conference, but, like, it's definitely a much more competitive. I would disagree. Um, I think the Big East is... Oh, wait, is UConn not in the Big East? So they are. No, they are. No, they are. They are. I'm thinking URI. I just, I, don't I, I think, think the Big East is the best conference in basketball, personally. Nah, in terms of I'm, competitiveness, the SEC, it's a football conference. They're winning okay, can, can, Competitiveness in the sense of, like, the teams are really close to each other, maybe. But, yeah. like, competitiveness in the terms of, like, how good the teams are actually are i don't think that they compare like i think the sec i don't know i think the big east has more champions in the past 10 years when's the last time oh they definitely do yeah no the sec doesn't win national championships i just think that the way that the conference is right now their teams are better i'm gonna roll with uconn i see an arkansas upset here i think they're gonna flop i'll go uconn over arkansas again this all may change but Go with that for now. Okay, next game, Rutgers or Notre Dame against Texas Tech, and then you have Alabama against Texas Tech. I'm taking Yeah, so I, yeah, we both take Tech here. Easily, yeah. Red Raiders. Okay. Davidson and Duke. I'm going to give it to Duke. Slight Uh, advantage, but I'm going to give it to Duke. I think it's going to be a close game. Two teams from North Carolina represent, but um, yeah, Duke's going to win that game. Easily. Okay, Gonzaga, UConn, got to go Gonzaga. That's going to be the end yep. of UConn run for me. And I also have Gonzaga winning that game, which is why I don't care that it's Arkansas there. And then I'm going to take Texas Tech over Duke. I also am taking Texas Tech over Duke. Texas Tech was in the national championship a couple of years ago. Um, they're, they're always good for a nice run, especially when they're a three seed. They've been a three seed before. I think, listen... There's part of me that wants to take Duke to go all the way because it's Coach K's last year and like they lost to UNC in his last game and he was like, we're not going to fuck up in the tournament, but they always do. Yep. 
So I'm going to take Texas Tech because they've been my wagon all year. The so fact I'm that ride with my it wagon. is Coach K's last tournament is exactly why I'm taking Texas Tech in this game. Other than the fact that I think that Texas Tech is just going to be a better basketball team. I just don't like I feel like there's too much against Duke and they also really weren't tested that much this year against like good opponents. You know, they only had two games against top 25 teams. Meanwhile, Texas Tech's out here and they've got 11 games on the schedule against top 25 teams. Like, you know, these teams are really, really close to each other. Duke's better offensively from just like an average scoring standpoint, but Texas Tech's better defensively. So I think this is going to be a really tight game, but I feel like Tech is just going to have the edge, even though in these games in in march madness i'm definitely more inclined to take the team with the better individual and the better individual in this game is definitely paulo benchero but yeah with that being said texas tech is gonna win this game yeah okay and then we gotta send a team to the final four we both have gonzaga texas tech in our elite eight and i have a sneaking suspicion that we're gonna take the same team here but i want you to go first See, this is a repeat from 2019. Texas Tech won it in 2019, and they went to the Final Four in the National Championship. Gonzaga went to the National Championship last year and lost. They're one seed every year, but can't seem to win. I don't want to go first. I'm taking Texas Tech here. This is the easiest decision I've made in this entire bracket since Gonzaga over Georgia State. It is just so clear to me that Gonzaga is not a national championship team and they never will be. Gonzaga is not going to win a national championship anytime soon. Chet Holmgren is unbelievable. He's weird and lanky, but he somehow manages to like do things on the basketball court. I don't understand it. The physics bother me, but that's why I just don't watch Gonzaga games anymore. I just, I stopped. I just can't do it because Holmgren makes me uncomfortable, but they're going to lose. They just don't, they never have it. You know, they've got the better in experience. That's, that's for sure. And that's always a plus when it comes to a tournament. And that's part of the reason why I normally pick against Duke in these things. Um, because Duke rarely has veteran experience, but Texas tech is going to win this game. Gonzaga just doesn't have it. I'm so torn right now. I, I may change this before the tournament. Like if I it makes with, you I, feel any better, never mind. I can't see it's it. Not <laughs> this is this is not the um, the ESPN account that I'm using for the um, for the tournament challenge is not the ESPN account that is the ESPN Plus account. Oh, and so God, I was going to tell you what what their game predictor percentages say, but I can't see it. I I can see it. Um, and the last time a three seed beat a one seed was when Texas Tech did it over Gonzaga two years or three years ago. Now. Okay, so it's it's perfect. I'm skeptical of Texas Tech in this spot, but I'm skeptical of Gonzaga in the long run of things. But I think that they make the final four. But I also think Texas Tech makes the final four. No. Give me Gonzaga. They lost the first uh, time. Uh, they're not going to lose twice to Texas Tech in the, in the Elite Eight. It's not going to happen. I got Gonzaga winning the West Region, and you have Texas right. Tech. Yep. Let, let's go East, right? Yes. East. 
We're in the East next. First game, Baylor, Norfolk State, Baylor. Defending champs. Going to make another yes. run at it. Easily. Baylor. Easily. Okay, next game, UNC Marquette. I've got UNC here. Yeah. And it's it's a really it, it's it's one of those weird 8-9 matchups where I feel like the 8 is actually significantly better than the 9. Um, especially just UNC's hot recently. Um, and you you know, they got the uh, momentum of beating Coach K at home. So yeah, that's yeah, fair. Um, I watched Marquette play against Providence earlier this year at the dunk. I wasn't there. I just watched it on TV. It was a wild game. And what I noticed was that Marquette is not that good. Um, UNC, probably not as good as they once were either, but I think they're going to win this game. Next game, St. Mary's or Wyoming slash Indiana? Um, I th- yes, it's Indiana. Um. This is another one of those conditional ones for me. Right. I've got, so I have St. Mary's regardless. Um, I think that they're the better team, no matter who they end up playing by a pretty good amount. Um, Indiana is an interesting team just because they've pulled off a couple of really good games this year and they're a really solid team and they've done a really good job. Um, when I don't think a lot of people thought that they would be in this position. Um, and this is also one of those things where it's like, it bothers me that there's a play in for the 12 seed. Yeah. Like to me, every play in should be for the 16 seed. Like it doesn't make sense to me that a team like Yale or a team, you know, like Norfolk is going to end up being in the, well, I guess Norfolk probably won their conference, right? Probably. I don't even know what conference they're in. Yeah. But like, it just, like there's definitely a team in here. So I guess that's, that's kind of the, the, the explanation there, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like if you're gonna, you know, do that, like it should be for the 16. Like if a team, if the committee is looking at this and saying that this team is good enough to be a 12, like why are, why do they have to play and win a game in order to get in? That doesn't make any sense. To I guess they maybe, it's they, maybe it's because they don't know that they're good enough to be a 12. Like Indiana, yeah, but if they don't know that they're good enough to be a twelve, then they should be playing in for a lower seed. That's just, like it know. really should be the playing game, like because there's one playing game for a sixteen, right? There's a play. There, sorry, there's two. There's two playing games for a sixteen. There's a playing game for an eleven, and there's a playing game for a twelve. All the the playing games really should be uh, Texas Southern against Texas Christian. Or at least I think that's Texas Christian. I don't know what TCC is. I'm assuming that's Texas Christian. Um, it's so that's already not, one. It's not TCU. Oh, it's Texas Corpus Christi. Corpus, that's what it is. Corpus Christi. Yeah. Then I think it's Wright State against Bryant in the South, right? And then it should probably be Georgia State against um, what's CSUF? Uh, Cal State Fullerton. Yeah, so it should be Cal State Fullerton against Georgia State to do a play in for the 16 to play Gonzaga. And then Rutgers and Notre Dame, one of them should be the 11, and then the other one should be the 12 in that region, right? And then New Mexico State would become the 13, and then, you know, like teams just slot down, in, you know, to the 15, right? And then it'd be Norfolk against, what's SPU? St. Paul? 
where? Uh, playing Kentucky in the East region. It's the two against the 50. St. Peter's. St. Peter's. So, yeah, it should be St. Peter's against North. It should just be if so, like if the Midwest and the South are already correct, but then the West and the East, their 15 and 16 seeds, the way it currently sits, should be playing each other for the 16 seed. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I, I've never really understood how the whole algorithm of like selecting the teams works because there's so many. And that's the thing too, is I sit here and I'm, I think about it and I'm like, like people were really mad that like Texas A&M didn't make the tournament. They were in the first four out. Like there were a lot of people who were like, Oh, how is, you know, Michigan in the tournament and Texas A&M isn't right. But I sit there and I say like, how is there a committee of people? Like you're telling me that this committee knows enough about like there's 64 teams in this tournament. Yeah. And then you have to, as of right now, Right. Yeah. 68. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you, yeah. And so, you know, like you're telling me that they've watched enough games of these 70, like, how do you do this on anything other than a statistical basis? And that's just not an accurate way of doing it because we know that, you know, like take Colgate for instance, right? Colgate has one of the best three point shooters in the nation, but they're also a Patriot league team. So the fact that they have some dude shooting 45% from three or whatever it is, doesn't mean jack shit because he shows that they're going to show up against Wisconsin and get absolutely brutalized. Yeah. I guess the only thing is like you've seen in history, I guess it's different from the football conversation because you've seen in history that these upsets happen like a lot. Right. I'm sure someone could have made the argument for Oral Roberts not being in the tournament last year, but then they knocked <laughs> off a number two and then like went on a little run. Loyola Chicago, same thing. There's always right. a team that's like, there's always a Cinderella. So I guess maybe the rationale is like, you don't want to leave that Cinderella out of the tournament because some of these teams are capable. Again, it's one game, 40 minutes. Um, <laughs> I know that there's seeds and that there are better teams, but you're really on a level playing field, neutral site the whole way through. You're in the same boat as everybody else. You just got to play one basketball game, which I think is right. a little different from the CFP conversation. But I don't know. Is what it is. Anyway, you have St. Mary's. Yes, I have St. Mary's. I'm going to do a conditional. If it's Indiana, I'm going to take them. If it's Wyoming, I'll take St. Mary's. I was on TikTok today that broke down the 12 versus five upset. And they said that when there's a major six team in the 12 versus five playing against a mid-major or a non-major six, the major six team has won like 70%, regardless whether they're the 12 or the five. Indiana's coming out of the Big Ten. That's a major six. I believe St. Mary's is not in a major six. I think they're in like the Western something with Gonzaga. They're in that conference. That's not a major conference in college basketball. So I'm just going to ride the stats on this one and say if Indiana can get past Wyoming, then they're going to make it in. Or they're going to beat St. Mary's, rather. So I'll take them there. Next, UCLA, Akron, UCLA. UCLA is unbelievable this year. Played a lot of really good games. Yeah, they made a nice run as an 11 seed last year. Um, also, they played Arizona really close um, in the, what was that, Pac-12? Pac-12, yeah. Yeah, Pac-12 conference tournament. They ended up losing that game. Um, and Arizona is an un- unbelievable team. Uh, so they're, they're, they're really solid. They'll win this game. I got them winning a couple of games. Cool. Um, next game, Texas, Virginia Tech. I'm taking the Hokies here. I like Virginia Tech a lot. They just knocked off Duke, riding a wave of momentum. 
11 versus six isn't a crazy upset to happen. Um, they've got pretty similar records. The stat breakdown probably favors Texas a little bit, but I, I'm going to take a stab on Virginia Tech here. Yeah, so this is an interesting game for me just because I look at it and I say, you know, um, you know, Texas is clearly the higher seed. They're more tested. You know, they haven't played particularly well against top 25 teams, but they're definitively more tested against them, right? They've played 11 games compared to five. Um, but, you know, I look at this game and, I'm, you know, Texas is the higher seed. They, they technically have a worse record. I don't know. It's, it, it's a toughie. Because they're only they're not favored by a ton. Tech coming off the win against um, Duke, which makes me want to go against them. I'm going to go Texas here. I think it's just a, like m- more experience against tougher teams. That th- these teams are so close. Like they're really so close together. I don't know why this is a six and eleven. Like it doesn't really make sense to me with how yeah. close these teams are. It's gonna like, be a good game, regardless. The, the like, spread on this game is it's another game where it's one. Oh yeah, so really close for a six eleven. Right. I'm taking a stab on Virginia Tech, and the rationale too is that Purdue is gonna beat whoever. They play right, in the exactly. That, that, yeah. So that's why, like, that to me makes it like that makes so much sense. Like, it it yeah. makes sense to you. That's what I did above. But yeah. So I'll take them there. Okay. Purdue Yale, as I just alluded to, I love Purdue. They have like a seven foot four guy on their team, which is really tall. So I'm gonna go Purdue. Yeah, it's something about them and having ridiculously tall players on their team. Shout out Taco Fall. Um, uh, he played at UCF. Oh, <laughs> why did I think he played Purdue? Same college. It's because it's the same college. I always fuck that up because remember there was the whole thing with the girl kicker. Yeah. But wasn't yeah. that also, that was like Wake Forest or something, wasn't it? Uh, or was that Vanderbilt. Purdue? Vanderbilt, right? I always get yeah. fucked up with all of these colors. <laughs> Wake Forest, UCF, Purdue, Vanderbilt all have the same colors and like same. Right? I always get messed up. Yeah, exactly. I get messed up with the colors. Wichita State. It's the gold and black. Wichita State is a little bit different because Wichita State is like it's yellow, but their yes. like mascot looks like the Demon Deacon from Wake Forest and the Commodore from Vanderbilt. Right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, so I always I always get messed up with these teams. All right, regardless of the blunder, I'm taking Purdue. Perfect. Okay. Because Yale sucks. Fuck the okay. Ivy League. Yeah, Yale shouldn't be in this tournament. Princeton should have beat them yesterday. It was just a joke of a game. So, yeah, uh, Yale's going to get their tires blown off by Purdue. Um, Murray State, San Francisco. Murray State hasn't lost a game in like 10 years. So I'm riding the wave um, like we talked about earlier. Murray State's a big tournament team. So I'm taking Murray State over San Francisco. Yeah, me too. Love Murray State. And then Kentucky will beat St. Peter's easily. Yep. I got to be careful with saying easily. Remember last year when I offered up my left foot if Ohio State lost and then they did? But I can't be throwing out stuff like that anymore. So I hope Kentucky wins. (laughs) Okay. Baylor, North Carolina. It's Baylor. I agree. Uh, Whoever you have against UCLA, St. Mary's for you. And I'm assuming it's going to be Indiana. 
Yeah, UCLA. UCLA. Good. Virginia Tech, Purdue. Uh, Purdue. For you, you, it's Texas, Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. Either way, Purdue. Easy. And then Murray State, Kentucky. I'm taking Kentucky, but that would be a good game. Kentucky's just – Yeah, so – I'm also taking Kentucky, but I have them losing in the next round. So it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, do you, you know, it's not going to hurt me that much by taking them to win this game. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm hoping it's going to be a close one. I, if this game ends up actually happening, I will end up be like, I'll watch every minute of that game. That would be a great game. Okay. Baylor, UCLA. I'm taking Baylor. I am as well. Purdue and Kentucky. I already said I'm taking Purdue. I'm going to take Kentucky. Um, I think Purdue's a good team, but I don't think they have the legs to go all the way. They've been upset by some teams in the Big Ten this year, and others have kept it really close. Um, Kentucky has quietly been a really good team this year. Um, So I'm going to take them to win here. And then our finals are Baylor and Kentucky for me and Baylor-Purdue for you. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Kentucky, I mean, they beat Kansas, who's the second overall seed in the tournament. So they're they're definitely a team that's got the ability to beat really, really strong teams. But I still think that Purdue's got the edge. Um, I've got Baylor over Purdue, though, in uh, in the Elite Eight. I'm going to take I'm going to take Kentucky. Kentucky over Baylor in the Elite Eight. I think Baylor doesn't have the legs to go all the way back again this year. Um, like I said, they've been really quietly good this year, winning a lot of games. They knocked off Kansas, who Baylor had trouble with early on this year. Baylor has lost some games that they probably should have won, and they have been in some close games. So I'm going to take Kentucky here because I envision a Gonzaga-Kentucky Final Four. I don't know why, but I see that this year. So I like Kentucky going to the Final Four. There's always a two-seed in there, too. So yeah, Okay, we're jumping up to the south now. Arizona against either Wright State or Bryant. I think Bryant's going to win the buy-in. I agree. Yeah, I took them plus one and a half uh, on the spread. So, but Arizona's going to roll them in the next round. So, yes, Arizona. Okay, TCU Seton Hall. I say this every year. Seton Hall is always good for a first-round win. I don't know why. Thank you. Always good for a first round win, (laughs) no matter who they're playing. So hammer the fucking pirates or whatever their logo. Love it. Absolutely love it. I also have seen. Okay. Here's where it gets interesting for me. Houston and UAB. University of Alabama, Birmingham, baby. Woohoo. Why Why does something tell me to take UAB here? I'm telling you to take UAB. Are you taking them? I am. Yeah, doesn't it feel like a game that they'd win? It does. It really does. And I'm going against the algorithm that I talked about earlier, but I think Houston's kind of fraud. They were a wagon earlier on this year, but I think they're kind of fraud. They're also really and, untested. They only had one game. It, it's so weird. They're the second-ranked BPI team, but they only had one game against a top-25 opponent. But here's the thing. I think the next team that we're going to talk about is fraud too. And I don't think that that team can lose to UAB. Maybe they can. You know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Give me the dragons or whatever they are. The fire. I love their logo. I don't know what it is. It's awesome. I I don't know why I feel like Houston's going to lose. Okay. Illinois Chattanooga. Illinois is going to win this game. 
Yes. Okay, well, we'll talk about we'll talk about the next one after Illinois over Chattanooga, though. See that one too kind of screams upset in my head, but I'm not gonna take it. Michigan and Colorado State. I think Michigan's got some bad juju on their side right now after Juwan Howard like assaulted somebody. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. I'm taking Colorado State. Didn't they just lose to Indiana to Michigan? They had like a 17 point lead and blew it in the Big Ten tournament. Michigan. Uh, I think they did, right? That was Indy. They lost to somebody. They had a 17-point lead and blew it. Right, but keep in mind, this without their head coach, right? Cause it was no, it was his first game back. Oh. they Yeah, they lost by five to Indiana. Yeah, um, give me Colorado State. Yeah, so I've actually – I've got Michigan in this game. Um they beat Ohio State um, not that long ago, like two, what, barely over a week ago. They destroyed Michigan State. They played a really close game against Illinois. They didn't get beat that badly, but it also wasn't exactly a close game against Iowa. Um, they've beaten Purdue handily this year. Back in February, they won by 24. Um, and then they, when they lost Purdue, they only lost by six. Um, so this, this is a team that I think really has the potential to upset. So I'm taking Michigan. Okay. That's fair. Next game, Tennessee Longwood. Okay. I know in the past I've, I've dogged Tennessee for a lot. Orange um, is better. Burnt, baby. Orange, I hate to say that burnt. and take them to win this game, but I have but. to. Tennessee's one of my sleepers to like go deep in this tournament, and I kind of love them. <laughs> I, I, I have so, them going pretty pretty deep in the tournament. We're putting I'm the Tennessee lie. slander on pause for the next couple weeks, and we are Tennessee stands. So I'm taking the fucking Vols. Vols up. <laughs> I, I can't that. believe I, I hate it so that. much. I hate <laughs> that I have to take them to win multiple. It's games. always Vols down. It's never Vols up, but it's Vols up for the next two weeks. Fuck the haters, man. Hate it. I hate it so much, but I, I'm, I'm taking them to win. The I'm riding. Here's the, the thing: Bulls. I only have to root for them until March 25th. Okay. <laughs> I only have to last 11 days. Okay. But yeah, I'm taking them to win that game. Uh, next game is Ohio State against Loyola Chicago. Everything's telling me Loyola Chicago here. Sister Jean is back. She's like 107 years old. Ohio State, first round exit last year. They suck. They just don't have the legs to win. I And the 10 seeds historically play really well against the 7 seeds. Give me the Ramblers. As my dog barks in the back. Give me the Ramblers. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I've got Ohio State. Um, these teams statistically are pretty even Ohio State's a little bit more tested. Um, the one thing I will say is that Loyola seems to be slightly better defensively, but um, Ohio State beat Duke. They barely lost to Purdue. They beat Illinois. You know, they've beaten some really, really good teams. Um but Loyola only lost by nine to Auburn, right? Like, it's not like Loyola is something to sneeze at. You know, they, they're definitely a solid team here. Um, I don't think it's going to be a 
blowout in any sense. Um, I've actually got Ohio State plus two. I don't know how that was the line, but that's what I have. So, uh, but I also I have Ohio State to win this game. Okay, yeah, I'm taking loyal. Ohio State screwed me over last year. I don't think they're that good of a team this year. I love Sister Jean. Um, and I think this is actually going to be a pr- pretty popular pick, which makes me want to take Ohio State because I think everyone's going to ride the wagon. Um, but I'll give Loyola Chicago an upset here. And then Vill- Villanova, Delaware. Villanova, right? Yes. Cool. Okay. Top of the key. Arizona, Seton Hall. I got Arizona. Uh, yes. UAB, Illinois. So this every is an interesting... year there's a Cinderella. Yeah. Every year. It was UCLA last year. It was Loyola Chicago a couple years ago. It's always north of a 10 seed, too. Except Loyola was an eight. Or no, were they allowed? No, they were eight when they did it. Um or ten, I don't remember. This is, if UAB can knock off Houston, I think they can knock off Illinois because I think Houston would beat Illinois. Fair. And there's always a team that goes on a little bit of a run that no one's expecting. And I think it's going to be the Flames. You've convinced me. I'm taking UAB as well here. Screw it. I want to see a 1 versus a 12 in the Sweet 16. I'm really tempted to take UAB. I'm actually taking them. There's always a team, and I'm looking at it right now. There's no team in the Midwest that I think can make a run. Um, Virginia Tech could, but they're probably going to lose to Purdue. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take UAB again. Granted, they could lose in the first round to Houston. This could fuck us over, but I'm going to take UAB. I mean, th- think about it. You're really, at this point, like, the next game is against Arizona. Are you taking any of these teams, any of the four teams of Houston, UAB, Illinois, or Chattanooga? Are you taking any of those four teams to beat Arizona Sweet 16? Do you think any of them can really do that? No. Like, no. Yeah. I'll take UAB there, I guess. Right. Yeah, like it doesn't make a difference. If you pick one game wrong, you're going to get the next game anyway, because you don't think that whatever team would win that game is going to win the next one. Right. The other thing, too, is like if you're listening to this before the tournament and like you're basing your predictions off of what we're saying, I'm going to ch- I might change mine in the next couple of days. That's just how it goes. Everybody switches something around. But if I take like a UAB and I end up changing it, I still would take UAB to cover. So consider that. Yeah, like, I think. Yeah, yeah. Meaning if I'm torn, it means I think it's going to be a close game. Take the underdog to cover no matter what. Next game, Colorado State, Tennessee. It's the Vols. It was always the Vols. Yep. And then Loyola, Chicago, Villanova versus Ohio State, Villanova. I'm going to take Villanova. I also am taking Villanova. Okay. And then that leaves us Arizona, UAB, Tennessee, Villanova. Arizona to beat UAB. Yep. Tennessee to beat Villanova. I also have that. Right? Yes. Well, let, let, let's look at the numbers really quick. Villanova 8-5 against, against top right, 25 March. teams. Tennessee 7-5 and five against top 25 teams. BPI rank is Tennessee 5, Villanova 6. Tennessee 
is 14 and four in their conference. Villanova was 16 and four in their conference. Both teams are ridiculously similar. Tennessee gives up one I'm less flipping. point per game. I'm flipping. You're flipping? Villanova. You don't bet against Jay Wright in March. They're the best free throw shooting team in the country. That matters in the tournament. I'm taking Villanova over Tennessee. See, the reason why I want to take Tennessee here, and I'm standing by taking Tennessee, they played a close game against Texas Tech. They beat Auburn. They beat Kentucky twice. They beat Arizona. They've beaten a ton of good teams. I'm taking, I'm sticking with Tennessee. I'm, I'm pretty confident in this. Fair. Okay. And then Arizona, Villanova for me, Arizona, Tennessee for you. I got Villanova. I have Arizona. Arizona is unbelievably good this year. They're They're unbelievably good this year, but they, they scream not a final four team to me because they just haven't been there. You know, Villanova just has the experience. Jay Wright's just a better coach. Plus, UCLA kept it pretty close with Arizona in that Pac-12 championship game. Um, so I think Arizona will be good for an Elite Eight. Uh, and then I got Villanova going to the Final Four. Okay, that leaves the Midwest. Okay, little live news as we shift. Um, uh, regions here. J.C. Jackson expected to sign with the Los Angeles Chargers. No, that's tough. RIP the New England Patriots defense. I saw someone saying the other day, like, oh, he's not a shutdown corner. Like 2018 to 2021. RIP. JC Jackson had a better QBR rating against than Stefan Gilmore. The year Gilmore won DPOY. He was borderline a better corner the year that Gilmore won DPOY. Like... (laughs) I don't want to hear anyone say anything negative about J.C. Jackson. He's been consistently one of the best corners in the league, underratedly so, for the past, like, four years. Yeah. I don't know. We'll talk about it on another podcast. But let's finish up the Midwest. Last section of the tournament that we have to finish up before we get to our final four. First game, Kansas against either Texas Southern or Texas Corpus Christi. It's Kansas. Yep. Next game, San Diego State or Creighton? Just like I said, Seton Hall's good for a first-round win. Creighton's good for a first-round yes! win. Yes! Thank you. The Blue Jays. <laughs> I also have Creighton. <laughs> okay. Iowa-Richmond, it's Iowa. Great team. I took Richmond because it's 12 seed. Got to take my okay. 12s over fives. Providence, South Dakota State. For all the morons out there that think Providence is going to lose this game, you're going to see when Providence wins by 15 points against the Jackrabbits that they're a legitimate basketball team. Providence, I'd hammer the Friars on Thursday. As would us. LSU, Iowa State. Um, What team just fired their coach? Was it LSU? Someone just fired their coach and they were like running with an interim coach. Um, No, it was not LSU. It was... um... Oh, shoot, 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 shoot. Basketball I remember looking at it and reading fired. it. It was after 10 years. He's been with them for 10 years. It's LSU. Will Wade. That's crazy. I'm going to take, take Iowa State. LSU doesn't have a coach. Fair enough. Are you taking LSU? Yeah. Okay. Wisconsin Colgate. I got Wisconsin. Okay. 
USC Miami. I have to think about this one for a second. Who are you taking? Uh, so I'm actually, taking I know. U- I'm, I'm going to take USC. Yeah. So I think we're both going to take USC here. I just, Miami basketball always feels like a bad bet. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say the same thing. They're always good for a loss when you need them they the most. S- they split games against Duke, murdered North Carolina, um, but they got destroyed by Bama. And they yeah. lost to Notre Dame. I like USC. I like Isaiah Mobley. He's real good. Um, there was a game earlier this year. I think it was USC, UCLA, and Mobley was out. And everyone was like, hammer UCLA. No Mobley. This team's going to run. And USC still cranked them. So I actually really like USC. I kind of forgot about that. Um, so I'm going to take them over Miami. I agree with what you said. Miami is fraud. And then Auburn. <laughs> okay. I would say if there's any two seed that would lose, it's, it's Auburn. I'm not interesting, but I think Auburn's fraud. So I'm going to take Auburn to beat Jacksonville state. But if there is a two seed, that's going to lose this year. Like it happened last year. I think it's Auburn. All right. I've got, I've got Auburn winning this game. Okay. Next Kansas Creighton. Kansas. Yes. Iowa Providence. Please go first. I've got Providence. Oh, regardless of them playing against someone else. Even if they were playing Iowa, I'd have Providence. Really? Mm hmm. Okay. Everyone knows how outspoken I've been about Providence these past couple weeks. They're my wagon. I love this team to death. But they looked shaky in the Big East tournament. They haven't been able to beat Villanova yet, which is the toughest team in the, in the conference. And they. Everyone's calling them frauds, but they somehow find ways to win games. But Iowa's just too fucking good right now. I'm going to take Iowa. I'm sorry. I'm taking Iowa. Fair enough. Next game, Iowa State, Wisconsin. I got Wisconsin. I also have Wisconsin. And yours would be over LSU, right? Yes. Okay, USC Auburn. I'm going to need a minute on this one. I don't. I have Auburn. Yeah, I guess I'll take Auburn now. I don't think Auburn's making it to the final four, but I'll take Auburn now. Kansas, Iowa for me, and Kansas, Providence for you. Yep. Who are you taking there? Kansas. Okay. I will also take Kansas. I think the, I think the Hawkeyes are a sleeper team, but I think their run ends there. And then Wisconsin, Auburn for both of us. I have Auburn. I'm going to take Wisconsin. I think that's an upset. It's an upset waiting to happen. It's one of those ones where it's like, it's like technically an upset, but not really an upset. It's a three seed over a two. Like, Yeah. Okay. Kansas, Wisconsin. I don't want to send Kansas to the final four, but I have to Kansas. Yes. So I, I have Auburn, Kansas, and I have Auburn winning. Um, Got to have a two seed going to the final four. Kind of like a cardinal sin not to. Um, So since I've got three, one and one in the other ones, got to go with got to go with Auburn here. I also I just feel like Kansas isn't 
like they're good and they're good enough to get themselves to the elite eight, but I feel like they've been streaky enough that they're not going to make it all the way to the final four. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'm hesitantly taking, putting Kansas in my final four. All right. So let's do the left side of the bracket. Your final four. I just say your final four. So my final four is Texas tech against Baylor and Arizona against Auburn. There. And mine is Gonzaga against Kentucky and Villanova against Kansas. So I love with, that neither one of us picked the same team to win any of the regions. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Okay, so my final four on the left side, Gonzaga and Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to pick Gonzaga. I think they're going back to the national championship. They're in it like every year. So I see no reason why they wouldn't go back. Yeah, if that is the matchup, I I think I would also take Gonzaga to beat Kentucky. Um, my matchup is Texas Tech against Baylor, and I've got Texas Tech. Um, I think that Baylor just doesn't have the strength to make it all the way to the national championship again. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to take Tech. I think Tech's, you know, they got close a couple of years ago, and they really want to get there again. And so they're they're gonna get there. I, I think they got the they've got the strength to do it. Fair. Uh, okay, and then my other side, Villanova against Kansas. I'm picking Nova once again. I know I was iffy on them earlier, but then I kind of remembered how good they are. Uh, yeah. you, you can't bet against history, so I'm gonna put Villanova in the final in the national championship. If I had Nova Kansas, that's I would have done the same thing. Um, I've got Arizona Auburn though, and I've got Arizona winning this game. I think Arizona is the best team in the tournament. Like, I just don't, I don't see them losing. So I've, I've also got them. My national championship is Texas tech, Arizona. I've got Arizona winning by a score of 69 to 66. Cool. And my national championship is Gonzaga and Villanova. I'm going to take Villanova to win. I said, Gonzaga frauds. I don't think they're winning the national championship. I'll give them the charity uh, trip to the dance, but I don't think they're going to win. Final score, that's going to be a high-scoring game. I'll go 76-72. And Nova will be national champions once again in my book. And I have submitted my picks. I have too. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm one of those people who just refuses to change their bracket. I I, said it and forget it. I'll probably make more than one. But the thing is, now that I've, like, been betting – I have less. I don't care as much. Right. I care more about my bets than I do like a bracket. Same thing with fantasy football. I just don't care. Right. (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, We will be back in the next couple days. We're going to recap each of the like rounds or whatever. Uh, and we'll do more content related to like the bracket challenge and stuff like that. So just stay tuned on the Instagram and on the TikTok and on the whatever else, the Spotify, wherever you wherever you obtain our information. And that's all I've got. Anything from you? Nope. All right, you can end it because I'm like joking. <laughs> so as Willet dies in the background, thank you for joining us for episode 109 of the Booth Review, and we will. We hope that you enjoy all of the games of March Madness. We probably will see you later this week. If not, I mean, like we'll see at a minimum, there will be a discussion after I would hope after the round of 64, 
Adam, there will be. There, absolute, absolute minimum after the round of 32. Um, but yeah, we will see you all on the flippity flip side. Bye.